Hello, and welcome back to Houndcast. My name is Owen, and on this episode, Dylan Starr sat down with Grace Gilbert, class of 2021. They talked about Grace's experience being a Fulbright scholar working in Mexico, and her current job working in business immigration law. They also talked about engaging in creative outlets like pottery and keeping a positive mindset as students navigate college and choose careers. Without further ado, let's get into the episode. You graduated in 21. Right, yeah. Um, and you received the Fulbright scholarship that year as well, right? Yeah, I actually found out about the Fulbright right before my last class as an undergrad. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I was, I was pretty unsure what steps to make next. And we ended up just, you know, proceeding with, with the Fulbright. And at first they told us, you know, here's your acceptance letter. However, don't put all of your eggs in one basket for it to happen because it was still COVID times and the previous year's cohort had gotten canceled. So we weren't quite sure if it was going to go forward or not, but it ended up happening and we did it. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sure that was a huge accomplishment for you. Yeah. So what I learned is that the Fulbright mission is for lasting connections between people of the United States and people of other countries, building mutual understanding between nations, advancing knowledge and improving the lives around the world. I also read that your philosophy is peaceful connection, friendship and fostering good relationships. Did you feel like when you got into it, things just like connected very well? Definitely certain things just right off the bat were really inspiring and had that connection pretty immediately with um, the school and a lot of the people that were connected with the school where I was placed at. There were definitely certain aspects that I hadn't anticipated or, you know, that I just wasn't expecting, especially towards the second semester and towards the end of the grant, by the time I had spent a good nine months there, I had had a lot of amazing friendships that develop. I'm still keeping in touch today. I'm just really honored and inspired to have had this opportunity to go to that part of the world, which without the Fulbright, I likely would have never seen or known about. Where were you placed? I was in a very small town, um, un pueblito, um, called Zacapuaxla. It's an indigenous name, and a lot of the population is indigenous. So had a very unique experience there learning about the culture. Yeah, just a very unique climate and location as well with the geography. Um, I was located in the state of Puebla in a mountain range. A lot of people, when you, you, know, when you think of Mexico, maybe you think, oh, it's going to be hot or you know, the climate's going to be warmer. Um, but that was not the case um, for Zacapuaxla. Uh, maybe in the earlier, you know, September month when I started the grant. Um, and then again, towards the end of the grant, it did get a little warmer. But for the most part, the climate was very cool and rainy and humid. Um, and we were at such an elevation that, you know, even if it was during the hotter part of the year, we weren't getting temperatures very high up. Um, so that was definitely really cool to see. Did you anticipate that? Did you pack appropriately? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> they actually told us about three weeks before we were supposed to be in Mexico. Hey, this is your placement. This is where you're going. Get your visa, get your bags packed, get your travel vaccinations. So I wasn't 100% prepared. Um, let's put it that way. I had done some research on um, the general area and, you know, the school and what to expect there. But I hadn't anticipated it being rainy and cold um, mm -hmm. for a good portion of 
my time there. So ended up needing to get some warmer clothes um, <laughs> and just kind of figure that out. But it's definitely good to, you know, have that reminder. Don't go in with any, you know, preconceptions, you yeah. know, let your experience inform your knowledge rather than your first judgments of a place before you get there. So that was a good lesson for me as well. Yeah, so, that's a great lesson to take away. Yeah. Especially yeah. one that you probably weren't expecting to learn. Right. <laughs> yeah. Did you go down your spring semester of your senior year? So I ended up going right when the next school year would have started. Oh, okay. So you had graduated and then went to right. Fulbright. Okay. Right. Yeah. And that summer, as I was saying, was kind of on hold with, you know, we're not quite sure with COVID how it's going to work out. Mm-hmm. But so, yeah, then I was at the school um, for the two semesters, um, the fall semesters, um, September through December mm-hmm. and the spring semester. I think it started in February until the end of May, um, early June. So did you come home in between? I had a short um, break where I came home for Christmas. Mm -hmm. um, But other than that, I was in Mexico. Nice. Have you ever been abroad before that? Yes. um, I had never been in Mexico Mm -hmm. um, before the Fulbright grant, but I had participated in um, a field study in Spain for archaeology where we went to an excavation site of a Roman colonization on one of the Balearic Islands of Spain on Menorca. And that was really cool. Uh, Dr. Dr. Bardsley was the person who was, you know, coordinating that with me and assigning the course credit for that. And then I ended up switching my majors around my junior year, ended up deciding to major in Spanish. And there was a requirement for study abroad for a whole semester. Oh, really? Yeah. So I I thought I better get this on Underway because I don't have that much time left. And I went abroad to Madrid, Spain for the spring semester of my junior year. But at that time, COVID was emerging. So yes. I ended up getting sent home uh, uh-huh. pretty soon after I got there. So, but that's okay. I had a great time while I was there. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know when I was reading your notes, it said that you were kind of undecided in terms of what you were going to do after the program. Where are you? What are you doing now? I am uh, living in my hometown, just kind of saving up, um, but I also have a really interesting job. It's working in the immigration legal field. So I do business immigration for people who are coming to the U.S. on business and are getting a green card that way. I do all of their forms for the government. Um, I organize their case strategy, you know, all of the coordination that's involved with that. That's currently what I do. Wow, that must be like very fulfilling. Yeah. And I think it's a good segue from the Fulbright because I did have, you know, some of those immigration preparations that I had to take while I was traveling to Mexico and, you know, while I was there to ensure that I was, you know, remaining within compliance within, you know, the immigration process and, you know, the timelines. So it was definitely, you know, good learning experience (laughs) and a good preparation for what I'm doing now. So, yeah. yeah. And right out of college, you're going to switch what you want to do. Oh, yeah. A million times. And then 10 years out, you're still not going to know what to do. So just know you're you're on the right path. Schoolwork, cool. Job, cool. What do you like to do for fun? I am currently doing pottery every week in a studio that's pretty close to where I used to go to high school. Um, And that's just a great way for me to keep my creative juices flowing. As you mentioned, it is hard to know what you want to do right out of college, but it's definitely good to be able to kind of balance some of your interests in ways that aren't necessarily for 
you know, for profit or for credit. So I'm just really enjoying the process. I had never done pottery or ceramics or anything like that in my art minor here. I was a studio, art studio minor, but I was mostly involved with painting and drawing. So yeah, it's great to have the opportunity to still exercise those creative muscles and learn something new. Yeah, definitely. I like that you said like, it's a nice outlet because sometimes when you turn your passion and your love into something that's kind of a pay for a situation, you lose the fire that's there and it turns into something very different than Right. And definitely good to just, you know, have something that I enjoy every week. I really look forward to it. I'm always, you know, thinking of what color glaze I want to put on my project this week. It's, yeah, it's, it's wholesome. It's, it's a great experience for me to have every week. I'm, I'm grateful for it. I also read that you played the violin. I'm on a bit of a hiatus with the violin. Yeah. Um, but while I was here, yeah, I did several semesters decide to play in the Bethlehem Community Orchestra. Um, the orchestra was just super welcoming. I tried out um, when I was a freshman because I played in high school and I wanted to kind of continue that. Um, again, it's kind of an outlet, not necessarily for a major or minor, but they accepted me with open arms, um, welcomed me in. I was, I think I bounced around first violin and second violin. Oh, so you're good. Um, oh, just play, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't say anything about that, but <laughs> they were definitely welcoming and just a great group of people, um, very talented group, uh, a lot of music majors in there, but also a lot of, you know, people from all around the community, some retired music teachers, people of all ages, just a wonderful group overall. Yeah. Is there anything you're really excited about or that you just like want to share with the world? I don't know. Anything I want to proclaim to the world? (laughs) Um, Not really. I guess just that uh, I had a great time at Moravian. There's a lot of people here again that are just, you know, incredible, so supportive, athletics, academics, um, student organizations, everything. New students definitely seize the day, take advantage of those (laughs) opportunities. And hello to all my fellow Moravian graduates. (laughs) I think you're a great role model. Um, congratulations on everything that you've accomplished. Thank you so much. Because especially as a young alumni, you have, you're just so impressive. (laughs) Many thanks. That really means a lot. It's hard to believe we're already halfway through season seven. Thank you to Grace and our other guests that have been so gracious as to come on our show and share their experiences. And thank you to you listeners for continuing to enjoy Houndcast. We've got a great rest of our season planned, so make sure to tune in to our next episode at the beginning of November.